Thank you for downloading this episode of A History of Central Florida podcast. This is the podcast where we explore Central Florida's history through the artifacts found in local area museums and historical societies. This series is brought to you by Riches, the regional initiative to collect the histories, experiences, and stories of Central Florida and the Orange County Regional History Center. I am Kevin Stapleton, and I will be your host for today's episode titled Spanish Mission Bell. The Catholic Church has used bells for centuries. Bells would sound so that the faithful would attend Mass before the advent of standardized time that came with the Industrial Revolution. The Spanish mission system in Florida began under the early colonial administrators and eventually spread across the southeast. They operated, much like the missions in California and the southwest, a network of places that supported the colonies with agricultural goods and helped to hasten the spread of Christianity. Before 1565, the Spanish and the French were struggling to establish a permanent colony in Florida. Dr. Daniel Murphy from the University of Central Florida explains why the first Spanish governor, Pedro Menendez de Aviles, was so interested in establishing Catholic missions throughout the region. One of the first reasons or first motivations for creating the mission system was to offset any either French or English Protestant settlement of the region. The French tried, you know, they established Fort Caroline, and they look like they want to create this new kind of um, Protestant paradise. Okay, well, all of a sudden, the Spanish are interested in it. Menendez comes in, he destroys Fort Caroline, he kills many of the French settlers. And thus, afterwards, after he becomes the, the leader of, of, of Spanish Florida, he wants to make sure it is becomes a Catholic, Catholicized region. Well, what better way to do that than to missionize the, the local natives? Over 50 missions were established in Florida and southern Georgia, and the Indian territories in Florida and Georgia were divided into administrative provinces according to the types of languages spoken by Indians who lived in the area. Although the missions were built throughout the region, missionaries and friars were dependent upon objects manufactured for churches and monasteries throughout Europe. Many of these items would have been sent to St. Augustine from overseas. Dr. John Worth from the University of West Florida tells us about these items shipped to the Spanish missions from Europe. In the Spanish mission system, one of the primary supplies and equipment that was sent to a mission were religious furnishings. One of the aspects of any formal uh, doctrina or mission church would have been the bell, and there would have been a large bell that would have been used to call people to Mass, because part of being a, a Catholic convert was to attend Mass. And so the bell literally was a way that they could bring people to Mass. Anybody within earshot was expected to attend. So the, the Spanish crown literally financed and bought these bells. And we have some documentary evidence, in fact, of uh, shipments of mission bells that actually accompanied expeditions of Franciscan friars who were sent from Spain directly to Florida. These bells featured intricate designs, especially the crown or the top of the bell that is affixed to a yoke or a short beam where the bell would hang. Other ornamentation would appear on the body of the bell. Dr. Worth reminds us how valuable these objects were and the care provided for them. Mission bells were generally expensive, and there was a lot of craftsmanship involved in casting these things. One specific shipment from 1612 had a number of bells, something like uh, 12 or 15 bells, 
that were actually each one was named so that was actually cast into the bell with a specific saint's name uh, and then specific weight was given for it and these things at least in this particular shipment ranged from about 150 pounds to much much more 200 250 pounds so they're they're pretty substantial and and they were not cheap and in fact whenever a bell broke the bell for example would be the pieces would be brought back to a foundry and recast because uh bronze specifically for bells uh was an expensive and hard to acquire item in the frontier the bells could be heard everywhere in the spanish controlled areas of florida dr murphy explains where the spanish established the missions in the region there were missions literally everywhere, though the density of the missions was different. There were some in South Florida for a while, not, not very many didn't last for a, very long. There were some in Central Florida. But when people think of the, the Spanish missions in Florida, what they're typically thinking of are the 30, 30 to 35 missions that stretch from St. Augustine in the east all the way over to um, around present-day Tallahassee. That's where the, the um, I guess the longest sustaining missions were. Those were the, the biggest missions and the places where the Spanish were getting the most converts. The reason they emerged there is because it was close to St. Augustine, or at least some of them were. There was a, a better way to, to, for the missionaries to get to these places. And then when Pensacola is established and becomes a, a Spanish city, then you had kind of these two poles between them. Whereas in South Florida, there, there wasn't much of a Spanish presence or settlements or forts or anything like that. It was much harder to have an enduring presence. The bell featured in this podcast was recovered in the Oklawaha River between Palatka and Ocala. It is believed that the mission attached to this bell existed somewhere around present-day Ocala. Altogether, three missions were established in the region. The first, San Blas de Avino, was founded in 1609 and was around for 11 years until it was replaced by two others, San Lucia de Acuera and San Luis Ocale, followed after the 1620s. Dr. Worth tells us what the purpose of these missions were so far from St. Augustine. Well, uh, the Spanish missions in, in Florida, in Spanish Florida, were essentially the almost like the outreach program for the Spanish colony at, at St. Augustine, to go out and ultimately, using missionaries, assimilate indigenous uh, Native American chieftains into this kind of new colonial Spanish uh, society uh, that was being formed. And, and the, what I mean by that is that the missionaries would go out and establish relations with nearby chiefs, and then through their conversion efforts, these chiefs would be essentially brought into the Spanish system and you know, form essentially part of colonial Spanish Florida. The missions were established where the Indian societies lived and were incorporated into the villages. Dr. Worth tells us what these communities would look like. Well, a mission in Spanish Florida really represented no more than a small part of a pre-existing Indian village that had existed perhaps for centuries. And the, the friar would be given permission to come in and build a church with native labor, um, and then there would be a friary or a convento right next to it and perhaps a kitchen. And so this little bitty compound would literally exist in the midst of a much bigger village. The Spanish hoped that the mission system would create some stability for the different Indian towns and villages and for the Spanish themselves. But Dr. Worth tells us this was not always the case. 
missionaries were actually sought actively by chiefs. Um, the chiefs of all these different local chiefdoms and the bigger provincial designations knew that they needed to establish relations with the Spanish, which were, the, of course, the military power in Florida at the time. And they knew that if they weren't friends of the Spanish, they would end up becoming enemies of the Spanish. So missionaries represented, and conversion represented uh, alliance with the Spanish crown and all of the benefits that accrued with that, such as military protection from the Spanish, um, gifts from the Spanish governor, all of those benefits were anticipated by the chiefs. But it's likely that there were factions within each village and certainly within each province that weren't particularly thrilled with the idea of converting or of kind of rendering obedience to the Spanish crown. The fortunes of the mission system suffered the same fate as the Florida colonial experiment. Florida was too costly and always under threat of attack from surrounding Indian societies or other European colonies. Dr. Murphy explains why the mission system ultimately failed. Well, probably the death knell of the missions was two things. The Florida Native American population from the 1520s on was dying in great numbers, mostly due to disease. But add to that that by the time you get to the end of the uh, first Spanish period, the, the 1750s and 60s, the Spanish aren't alone in this region anymore. The English have colonized the Carolinas. They're, they're uh, soon to be colonizing, or they're colonizing Georgia. They have a very strong presence, and they have more resources at their disposal than the Spanish do at this point. Not to mention the French are not too far away in Louisiana. So there's a lot, of, lot more interaction between the English, the French, and the Indians in Florida, which reduced the influence the Spanish had. And then, simply put, the Spanish missions were depopulated because of slave raids. Indians and English and Indians, and to a lesser degree French, were coming to these missions, which to them was a great place to find a big collection of natives that they could capture, take back to their plantations, or sell to other native groups. By the middle of the 1700s, the sound of the Spanish mission bells became harder to hear. Wars and colonial competitions between the French, English, and Spanish decimated the once numerous missions that lined the path between St. Augustine and Pensacola. After the Tamaquin Uprising of 1656, the missions in the Ocala region were abandoned, along with the bell featured in this podcast. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of A History of Central Florida Podcast. For more information about the Spanish mission bell featured in this podcast, visit the Silver River Museum and Environmental Education Center at 1445 Northeast 58th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34470. Make sure to join us for our next episode titled European Earthenware. <music>